0: hello 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 everybody welcome back to another episode of the no skill Podcast. you like the new digs what do you guys think huh? Huh? we'll give you guys a little bit of a tour later on maybe in a different episode but right now we have a podcast to do and welcome. What's bonking internet land? I am your host, DJ. And to my left, your right is Brendan.
1: What's good? How's it going?
0: And then on the other side of me, the man, the myth, and the legend of the hour. Welcome back. It is Arbiter King. Yes. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, my friend. Welcome back. It's a pleasure and an honor to have you. Good Trust me, we got a lot back. to talk about. A lot to talk about, my friend, and then last but certainly not least, Mikey. So, hi to everybody.
2: Still goblin, still green, still here, still barely punching in on time
0: to be here, but I made it. This man clocks in probably early at his actual job, but over here, he's just like, you know what, I can be like half an hour late, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> no, I do that at both jobs. <laughs> Trust me, it was a little. It was hard to get this uh this thing rolling because as of this recording, I am also starting to uh to use my cameras to record things. I'm just a dunce and I don't know how to do it well, but I'm learning. But that is not that is neither here nor there. Today, the guest, Arbiter King, he is here. He's back with us once again. It is such an honor to have you back, man. It was a pleasure having you the first time. Still a pleasure now. Our yes, sequel, it is doing quite well.
3: Um. Probably made more progress on worlds than avatars since last time, but still kicking it quite well. Uh, working on tutorials as well for uh, other
0: people, so more media. Because <laughs> like, we, we, we sprung briefly in Discord. You are quite the man with an extensive repertoire of things that you do from, you know, your own content creation, running your own discord, r- giving like YouTube tutorials on how to, on how to create avatars and then avatar maker and world maker. How do you balance it? And the same question Mikey asked earlier, how do you sleep? How much do you sleep? Is it adequate? Um, yeah, I'd say it's uh, quite adequate at
3: least, um, you know, when it comes to, like, uh, getting things like six hours of sleep and stuff like that, I always bounce it out with probably, like, a nap or something. A lot of caffeine. But, um, yeah, when it comes to a lot of editing and whatnot, um, I always just love creating things. Um, so, I'm always endlessly entertained. And I'm always jumping from projects to projects. I can't really do uh, one thing for too long when it comes to, uh, like, working on a world constantly for multiple days straight. Gotta, gotta work on some avatars. Uh, Occasionally and whatnot, which is exactly what I'm doing right now with uh, the SCP Avatar. Uh, I figured, been working on a world long enough, uh, so I wanted to do all the cool, never before seen stuff for at least quest or something, uh, where you have all this experimental things. And I mean, it's always, um, it's always learning
0: and stuff that just kind of entertains me endlessly. So, <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. was like. Oh, by the way, first uh first of all, I just want to say congratulations on hitting a thousand members in your in your Discord, oh, man. That yeah. is insane. Yeah, that is huge you, numbers right
1: there.
0: And your community yeah. is so cool, man.
3: Yeah, it's always um a very relaxed environment, unlike many other um military communities for VR chat and whatnot. Touched up a little bit on that last podcast. But uh you know, it's just um you know, re- respecting one another for the members and uh you know, number one rule is like never force your beliefs on other people. And I mean, that seems to work out. You get a thousand people and you barely ever have any controversies ever. So very laid back and very welcoming. Hey, like, bro, uh, we pleasure have
0: to run the community. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, we have like 23 people in our Discord and half of them aren't there at a moment's notice. Well, like, so how <laughs> so how do you balance, like, moderating chats when people are wanting to be, you know, like, a little bit toxic or kind of, you know, run their mouth or they're having just a little too much, a little too much leeway, a little too much fun with the, uh, with the get the gab? Like, how do you, like, stay up to moderate? Is there days where you're just kind of scrolling through chat, seeing who's saying what? Uh, we usually, we have a whole bunch of, like, higher ranked people in the server and
3: they'll uh, definitely... Uh, let us know if something bad's happening. We have a uh, good bit of them that have permissions to remove stuff. So if someone does decide to go hangwire and start posting like crazy stuff, there's a lot of people who can delete them. Uh, we have a couple people who have been in the server for like three years and stuff. So they're always watching it as well. Um, okay. yeah, when it comes to like uh, moderating the place, like uh, we go off of like a strike system. Uh, so, you know, one strike, two strike, three strike. But we also just kind of personally address people. So if people are posting stuff that's a little on the edge, uh, a little suspect for, you know, um, how appropriate it is, then we'll we'll DM them and say, like, hey, man, uh, I'd recommend, you know, toning that back uh, or else we might have to do something about it and whatnot.
0: I recommend not saying the thing that you said before we have to do the thing that we don't want to do. Yeah, understandable, understandable. Because we have, like, again, like I said, we only have 23 people in, in ours, and again, half of them aren't on at a moment's notice, and the other half are playing like League of Legends or some shit. Nothing against, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing against League of Legends or anything at all. <laughs> but now, before we continue, let us address the elephant in the room. That, right there. That. Do you guys see that shit? You like it? It's cool. Guess he made it. This man. This guy. This guy. <laughs> I I will admit to you, dude. I told I told you this, and now I want the folks at home to know. Um, we had another guy that was that that was supposed to be designing a map for us. And he was jerking us around for at this point, months. What did you say, Brandon? Like yeah. months. Yeah. Still waiting. In the time span of forty-eight hours we managed to make more progress with getting a world done with this man because in two days it went from an idea to look where we are
1: and we're not and it's not even done yet but it's already playable we're sitting here in front of a campfire with our logo in the back talking to this man man right here that created it all
3: Yeah, it's a wee bit of a sketch, but uh, I think it's quite excellent. (laughs) Probably For two days time, this is fantastic. I've been definitely learning a whole bunch when it comes to world design and stuff like that, uh, especially with my new
0: map I'm working on here. Yeah, like Brandon said, it's not done yet. We still, we still got some things we want to do. There's an entire upstairs area that we're going to be using for other things. And we can't wait to share with you guys more details about it. But for now, what do you guys think? The blue lights We're sitting here around the campfire. I feel like roasting some malos right now. But yeah, oh, let us know down below one. what you think. But of this creation of this world, now my question to you, sir, is what got you? into world creation like what made you go i can do that were you uh were you a halo reach forge kid is that, is that like how you started a little
3: bit i could not i was banging sticks together in forge i was not great in forge at all same uh <laughs> same. But... <laughs> that was horrible, man. i don't i could build a house in the forge man given <laughs> given like a week <laughs> um uh, but like uh definitely when it comes to constructing stuff Probably growing up on, like, Xbox 360, just going crazy with, like, Redstone and stuff like that in Minecraft and trying to make things look fancy. Uh, that's probably where, like, most of my map design started, I believe. Uh, and then, yeah, I started doing uh, a little bit of game design in high school, so then you start working with level design and whatnot, so you try to make things that uh, flow nicely for um, open space and closed environment and balancing the two. I, <sighs> I
1: wish my school had stuff classes like that. Man, is
3: uh, awesome. It. It's just a month straight of like, you know, it, it's in an area where you go to high school and get in trouble for not playing games in school. And that's a fantastic feeling. <laughs> <laughs> were you at like a tech or a magnet school
2: that, afford, uh, uh, that
3: I, I was using uh, a website called Construct Three? Um, oh. And yeah, it's, it's a really nice, really, really nice uh, engine for design. Because a a high schooler with no money can use it, and b it's also free. It's got a free version at least. Um, okay. Yeah, that was that was awesome because I could call my buddies over to my desk and have them play the game, and that was considered productive. So, because <laughs> they're playtesting.
0: So you essentially were like Michael Reeves, just like banging sticks together until something happened, and then when it did happen, you banged more sticks until it got bigger.
3: Banging sticks together and
0: boom, created a universe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because i went to your uh i went to one of your hangout campfire spots dude and then as soon as you told me hey watch out for the windigo behind one of the crates i was immediately like i must find this thing as soon as i found oh. him i'm like dude some just little things like that that just that that gives a world personality
3: Oh yeah, I started doing intros and whatnot for each of my maps ever since I just, I just uh, what's it called, found out how to do like animations and whatnot for uh, objects in the world. <laughs> so whenever you go to my abandoned city map called Dibic City, um, you'll load in and you have the helicopter spinning its blades, you hear it, and you have a welcome to Dibic City in like, a nice little electronic voice. It'll fly okay. off and gives so much more personality when you get into the intro. Uh fun fact, uh named Divick City after like was it? I think in uh I was gonna say mythology, but like Jewish religion, Divics are like wandering souls, so it's the city of wandering souls.
1: Oh okay. Uh, For okay.
3: like the nice little abandoned map. But yeah, and then you get like APCs that will drop you off at the campfire and you get the nice little AI um spouting over the intercoms in the safe house and stuff like that gives a lot more intro for uh, or a lot more personality to the map just with uh, an intro and stuff like that
0: okay because like again the the first time we had you on i was already amazed that this all happened uh, like off camera but at one point we were in a world taking pictures for uh the thumbnail and something as simple as one of this man's abilities and things is to plot a table and start editing shit on it. And I'm like,
3: There's going to be a sequel. I am very thrilled to work with it more. Uh, mostly because I guess the uh, Last of Us movie came out and whatnot. So kind of made me want to dive back into all the cool modification animations and all that. This time I'll do it with like an AR of sorts. But I think taking apart guns uh, in VR and being able to show off your cool creations is just amazing so
0: <laughs> and for those that remember uh the last time we had Arbiter King on he also is doing his best to make everything quest compatible for uh, us uh, us underlings that didn't have or don't have access to a PC to link it to or don't have a valve index because they keep being sold out damn it anyway Um <laughs> no. well I mean if you look at it
2: what is it it's a staggering number Sixty percent of like the PC, or sorry, of the VR player base is Simple Quest. That's it. That is yeah. a huge part of the market. That I'm not gonna nitpick big like people who develop for PC only. They're just missing all of those players, all those people. You could be getting into the community and
3: culture.
1: Yeah, it's crazy
3: because my newest AVI is like 97 megabytes right now. I still plan on adding more stuff to it, but it's uh, a tenth of that on Quest. And I want to see if I can maybe. Maybe squeeze by adding like C4 and grenade launchers to it
0: with like 0.2 megabytes. We'll see. Just like I, got, city, I got three yeah. megs left. Me let me see if I can squeeze a glizzy in here. Maybe an RPG. <laughs> it's
2: only an M32 rotary grenade launcher. It, it'll fit, I swear. Yeah, I love just for
0: thumb warning shots. You know? <laughs> it's only an automated sentry turret with thermal, with thermal seeking. Okay, relax. Jesus. Uh, what I would do
3: to add a turret to something i to go oh. digging for uh, programming for that. I don't think I'm qualified for that, but <laughs> next episode we don't have a chair right here. Arbiter's
2: just sitting on a <laughs> mountain <monitor.
3: laughs>
0: Next time we have him on, it's just going to be a uh, like a drone holding an iPad of him saying, I can't disclose my location right now, but just know the sentry is coming.
1: <laughs>
0: but they're after me. So then Oh, Brendan, you're. I was gonna say anything. Go ahead. Because I was just gonna simply ask. I we 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 discussed this, and again, if you if you want to like know a little bit more about this man's lore, I'll go watch the first episode that we had uh, that we had him on. Because again, we we talked a lot about it, but just just to like retouch up on it and add a little bit more. I guess a little bit more detail. So your your passion for for guns and anything that goes bang, pew, pow, boom, whether it comes or in a nine millimeter shell mic. or a forty mic mic. <laughs> what made you want to bring that over to VR? Like, of all places, why VR? Um,
3: because I mean, VR Chat has the most easily accessible um, way of porting your content, your models, rigs, uh, and all that kind of stuff into a game uh so absurdly easily um and i mean for someone who loves creating things if it's uh something i can uh look at in virtual space i think that's probably like the best it gets uh i mean vr is always going to keep improving and whatnot and maybe in the future uh vr chat will let us have more options for things we can put on like uh have more space give me plus five megabytes for like quest compatibility and I'll probably be able to get a deployable vehicle or something on everything but you know um and I I think VR chat's the best medium for that and we touched up a little bit on like um going to other things like chill out VR and stuff like that that's not quest compatible uh and quest I think you said 60% I think it makes up like 70 maybe even 80% of VR chat I'm not sure um but it's such a massive medium to get that stuff out there as well as people who are you know just they just put on their vr headset for the first time they're experiencing the quest 2 they don't have a pc but they just got their headset for the first time and if you know they're someone who bought onward and tactical military stuff and they head over to vr chat for the first time and they see my avatars and get to have fun with like going through horror maps with Laser pointers and night vision and C4 and all sorts of fun stuff. I think that's, uh you know. And that I mean, green glow, glow stick the... you flashbanged
0: us with. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, the throwing <laughs> glow sticks. That'd yeah, have only
1: homely... all the bells and whistles. And the best <laughs> thing would have been, sadly, it's not a thing, going to like, I don't know, some horror map like you said, or some of these zombie wave maps that have been popping up recently. And just being able to interact with the zombies or, or monsters or what have you with those avatars. But sadly, that's not a thing. I wish it was, though.
3: Actually, kind of is. It yeah, actually yeah. is. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, there's the um, Abandoned Asylum map that has uh, VRC of the Dead. I don't think it's the survival version. That one definitely works with all my avatars. They have dynamic collision. So you oh. can bring one, like, a shotgun. Eight, yeah. Oh, Sorry. I have that world safe, too. I'm going to try that. Yes, yes. You can storm in with, like, shotguns. I have an avatar that has uh, a Kimbo double-barrel M1911s, oh, which is, God. like, oh, a, lot of, a lot of you, bullet. Per you of bullet. to give me pull. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I think there's no better situation for that than the situation that inspired me. So, like, I played the hell out of Killing Floor 2. And they have the gunslinger yes. class that lets you akimbo the double barrel nineteen elevens, and then being able to do that in VR with uh VRC of the Dead with my akimbo nineteen elevens on that Abbey, um, that is pretty awesome. I see uh, Oh, was it? Um, yeah, well, I think all my avis work for that world, and it's pretty nice. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Dude, we'll hear all the. i try dinner.
1: that sometime.
3: Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. Since I always got like. Um, Uh, a bunch of uh badass fellows with me uh everywhere i go for vr chat our fantastic community that always uh you know storms the worlds i'm in Uh, it's always a great time so we had like 13 people or something in that world the first time i was trying it out because we were just letting people like slowly pull in we didn't even need to send out like an announcement we just had people like storming into the lobby Uh, And it says, only open the door when everyone's here. And we look through the room and there's like 16 of us. We're like, okay, ready. (laughs) You open the door and you just have like kill squads storming the hall, just clearing all the (laughs) floors and every doorway with like shotguns and assault rifles. It is the best experience, especially mm -hmm. with like
0: boss fights. (laughs) <laughs> you'd be amazed how actually like military tactical a lot of people get you, even though even though it's not a uh, vr chat related i still remember when i was in a uh, clan in halo reach um now not to toot my own horn but especially around the time when halo reach was out and i was in the military there was really nothing much for me to do because i was a minor in 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 the military i can't i can't go out and get wasted but Halo Rage came out, and that said, well, here goes the next two years of my life until I'm a legal uh, legal adult. So, I played the shit out of that. I joined the clan, and then these guys are like, when we go into play, you're going to run the energy sword, you're going to run the shotgun, you're going to be invisibility, and then here's what's going to happen. The invisible guy's going to hit his perk, and then he's going to edge his way into the room. And then the shotgun guy comes in and clears anybody, uh, anybody that's within close distance. And then the DMR guy comes in and clears any, uh, any distance enemies. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm in the military and you're taking this too seriously, bro. Relax. Mm. But now hearing you say that with some of your, with some of your people, which again, your community is fucking sick. Um, say that they're playing this tactically in VR. I can only imagine even if, like, a zombie survival map and you said that they are tactically clearing out rooms. Like, I want to see this.
1: I would Um, love to be there for one of those and just get an action shot of you guys storming through a door or something. Just
3: have a camera just
1: pointed at it. (laughs) I'd say the best shot
3: you could get is uh, whenever we do our beast hunt events, which is essentially we have, like, this, um, Uh, like civilian scientist avatar that i uh made that has the pvp system built into him uh he has the normal system which makes him pretty beefy he has like 20 hit points or something he's supposed to be like a vip that not supposed to kill but if he takes enough shots he could die uh and then he has one shot pvp which if you toggle both um then you will enable like the beast hunt mode of it where Anyone with a Wendigo or creature avatar can run after like a dozen of these guys that are running through mansions. They're going through floors, hopping off the roofs, trying to get away from uh, like four Wendigos that are running through the map. And whenever they slash people, it's always like dropping uh, blood from like their claws and stuff. And it's the amount of like yelling and screams in those events is fantastic. It definitely kicks off the horror atmosphere in zero to a (laughs) hundred (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh that is amazing oh but,
2: man mikey sorry i was just picturing like eight people in full body tracking just eating shit hard out of sheer panic <laughs> <laughs>
0: all of them have a big mess on and then while they're being eaten you they feel it you just hear like blood curling <laughs> screams from down the hall
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god
3: so this one The best is when we do like a a maze or something like the back rooms uh, map I made and uh, well you don't you don't know where the monster is you don't know how far they are you can't see them you can't hear them occasionally you can hear like some yelling or uh, uh, like some noise they're making just to scare the hell out of people but it goes from eerie silence where you're expecting him and then it starts toning down the tone because you're not seeing him and It's all calm, and all of a sudden, he runs around the corner with two of your teammates running for their lives in front of him. (laughs) And that's where uh, it it spikes the most, I'd say.
2: (laughs) Sector's not clear! Not clear!
3: (laughs) Everybody, not clear! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the best uh, instances of that was uh, when we used my rainy night uh, night raid map, uh, where it's, like, meant to test night vision from how dark it is. And I remember seeing someone run like the the camo option for that civilian, where it's just some mild uh, like Canadian camouflage and like uh, some other stuff like that. And they were just lying in a puddle, prone, <laughs> trying not to get seen by like the Weeping Angels that were like moving through the maps and whatnot.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Mm. <laughs> it was,
1: so was kind of like the he just oh, pulled oh. like a Ghost Recon breakpoint. He just laid down. He just dug himself oh, into yeah. the floor. It was
3: working for so long until you actually see a weeping angel because there's a problem with that. If you see the angel, the angel will go from hunting you to standing still and what pops in the angel's mind? Someone's looking at me. Someone's in range. Someone has sight line of me. So as soon as you look away, the angel instantly starts looking for the nearby person that just saw them mm-hmm. and that's... Again, just so great.
0: <laughs> Dude, the dynamics of like video that developers have put into video games, even uh, even in VR games, where the hunter killer AI is adaptable. Like um, it reminds me, even though it's not again, even though it's not VR related, the game Alien: Isolation, where the Xenomorph was actively hunting you like he wasn't just a ra- uh, even though he there was points when you would get to a certain point in the story he would randomly generate to where he needed to be but other than that the ai itself was actively walking around the ship trying to find you and they i I'm sorry if you heard that i hit i hit my microphone i apologize um, but that also it had the ability to listen like if if you if you sneezed if you coughed if you had that setting turned on it gave him a sound cue another game was a pc game called aiwoki you're being hunted by zombie michael jackson <laughs>
3: <laughs> actually I was just looking into isolation or alien isolation very recently here um i do plan on adding some uh scanner more scanner options and whatnot for some avatars which i think would make for uh fantastic experiences with getting chased by goatmen in the woods and wendigos and stuff like that i plan on adding something about like uh having a drone that can Above you, and then spin around with a heartbeat sensor and give you a bit of like a, the halo heads up display thing where you have something oh. behind and to the left of you, you have something to the right of you, that kind of stuff. So, a little bit of a um, what is it, um, heat detector or something in halo, but yeah,
0: that's dope though.
3: Oh, yeah, and I think that'd be excellent if you're you have horrible visibility, but there's things all around you, kind of thing. You just see something light up on your little detector.
0: <laughs> the creativity, like the creative mind that this man possesses, I, I, I envy because I will never be able to have an extensive thought like that. The most that I'm getting is if I had access to this, uh, like the the resources that he has, the most that I'd want to do. And maybe you might do it because it'd be funny. One of your abilities is to summon a M1 Abrams that has floppy beagle dog ears on the... Um, on The barrel and call your emotional support tank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think you have right. ADHD. That's I know so-
2: how <laughs> 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 to break <it> to you. <laughs>
0: okay, well, before we keep before we continue, because I want an emotional support, M1 Abrams, but we'll start down here, Mr. Uh, Mr. Green. Um, you out of, I hate to say it, out of us, because since is commissioned, I just like finding girl avatars. Yours is the only uh, technical, self-created avatar. If you could add something onto him to make your goblin even better, uh, what would you want to add on? Like, uh, anesthetic, uh, some different types of clothes, uh, an emote, an ability. What would you want him to do?
2: i uh, probably hit my real-life look of a denim jacket, or my denim vest over my hoodie. And then my uh, try to f- swing my feet. We looked down, realized that wasn't gonna work. And then
3: my Doc Martens, <laughs> okay. I you other than that, or thinking like <laughs> It's gonna be wise, embarrassing. But yeah. hmm? what's up? Robert? You get like you get like a fizzbone fly swatter that you can whap people with. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> nah,
2: if it's gonna be me, it's gotta be like a wrench. <laughs> so i feel in my natural environment.
0: A monkey wrench and he just
3: throws it so then he can throw
0: it Yeah, I was going to say
3: something that you can like huck at people. Yeah. I feel like I'm at work.
2: Hey, yeah, dude, can you turn <laughs> off my trash? Oh, dude, I did Side note, I did that on Friday and I got yelled at. I got mad at something, so I threw like this metal oh, uh, gasket and it was so sharp, it stuck into the wall and they're like, you're going to take somebody's eye out. Stop.
0: Sorry, you have anger problems. You threw an inanimate object at an inanimate object.
2: Well, the, it was scary because it stuck into the wall. It was just whoosh, twing and, and it just did uh, not fall. Gonna... <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. But Yeah, no, just the I'm drip. Honestly, throwing knives. No. I'm not bad. Would it just um, be denim
0: jacket, yeah. or would it be your battle, oh, like one of your battle vests from from like concerts and shit?
2: If I can get my IRL battle vest, that'd be sick. But that's also kind of doxing because the big back patch is one of one. There's not another one on it like it on this planet.
0: Well, so do what like, he, do what he does and turn off uh, avatar cloning? Eh, mm-hmm. you'd still see it. Yeah, and it's still one of one. But like now, nobody can nobody can take it. Oops. Shit in my Yeah, looks, one of one.
1: Him. That means if anyone sees it, like at a concert out in the wild, and they somehow recognize it. Don't know who he is.
2: Well, oh, I'm a a, I'm the height of a goblin IRL, so there is a small problem there. They'd be like, I know that fucking goblin.
0: I've seen him before.
2: <laughs> I know that patch. You gotta give yourself a little bit
0: cranny, Like goblins aren't nearly as tall as you. They got you got like a like, right. like I'm the under- height, height of a
2: hobgoblin
0: then. Yeah.
3: Well, like, every time, if, every time if, I, hear gobbles, I, think, right? I think If someone, the someone recognizes you, you just like duck and then like crawl into a cave or something. You're like, nah, <laughs> I'm not having this today. <laughs> I do great. what I do. I do what I do when customers recognize me. They're like, hey, I know you, and
2: I like, no say, no say, knowing English. and I just disappear into the crowd. <laughs> 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 you know, missing English, sorry.
1: Hey, hey, Somebody
0: thought they recognized me in the little bit of French class that I that I remember. I'm just like Je ne sais pas."
2: <laughs> That's good. That's a good coverage. <laughs> was he speaking French and then the time it takes, you're gone.
0: And in, no in the instance, like, oh my gosh, so are you are you DJ? Je ne sais pas Oh my god. It immediately turns into basic white girl, like the valley girl comes out. Did you just like speak French? Can you like say something else? Dummy, I said I don't speak English. Why are you asking me in English to say something? It's back in clean English. (laughs) But no, so, going back, this man's already filled with ideas. Can you give us a spoiler? What's, like, one of the next big things that you're going to do to this avatar, another avatar? Maybe what is the next avatar that you're going to create? What are you going to do?
3: We have some anniversary stuff that I still do need to work on. I'm bouncing from, like, five different projects. Um, so I do need to remaster, like, the original Musketeer Avi, that, uh, was quest-compatible. It was just this Spetsnaz Russian with a bunch of hazard stuff, uh, minus the, um, uh, fun little sci-fi edition of the Halo shotgun and a katana, which I will, when I remaster, I'm gonna make, like, the Halo shotgun fully re- reloadable, be able to grab the katana from your shoulder with, like, either arm Oh my god! Uh, and whatnot. Oh. <laughs>
0: i just just watched boys in the hood too you can't do that to me
3: (laughs) um but yeah uh uh, remastering that kind of stuff and then we have some stuff underway for like doing more score streak-esque stuff so as i said there's going to be that cool recon drone that can like scan and pulse your surroundings and whatnot um and then uh do cool score streaks like uh, F-18 Raptors and A-10 Warthogs being able to burp, the ground in front of you. Uh, I have a little laser pointer here that you'll be able to call in stuff, but uh, or call in supply drops and
2: packages.
0: Sorry, it's the one of the commentators from Modern Warfare Two. This, this Modern Warfare Two.
3: Yeah. And then uh, our new headquarters that I'm working on is probably the biggest project here. Um, it, it so, gave us the, it's awesome. Yes, yes, of course. It's yes, currently yeah. in, I'd say like it's 50, 60% complete, maybe 50%. Um, and the last safe house took place in Alaska. Uh, it's this nice uh, snowy setting. And the new one will be a little bit similar to it. Um, except on the opposite side of the world, Norway, home of the Vikings. So it's a very Viking-themed uh, safe house. Well, essentially everything a, a guy would love, so Vikings and guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was really so, sick, uh, too. You gave me, like a, like, yeah. a, like, a Viking mead hall type vibes. vibes. Uh, I'm working on the mess hall right now that has all the, like, drinking horns, um, and... I'm adding, like, a a bunch of food and stuff in there at the moment. Um, Yeah, and you'll have Viking axes and shields uh, that are decorating the halls. uh, While also still having that private military company bunker um, kind of vibe, to A lot of it, a good bit of it, also is above ground. I have, like, checkpoints and um, construction and uh, facilities and factories that are just outside the walls. Oh. and then you'll be able to also click a little toggle and pop out in the wilderness. Maybe I'll make it something similar to this little setting when it comes to going outside the walls. But uh, yeah. That's absolutely sick.
0: That's absolutely sick. I've already like gone to a couple of this man's worlds, and every single time I'm like a kid going into Toys R Us for the first time, I'm just like, oh, oh dude. <laughs> The fact that in one of his worlds, for those that are, that are, uh, that have been to this man's worlds, especially you're one of the Musketeers, when I went to one of his campsites, A, there were so many chairs, but he put a lazy boy on top of a BTR. And then he put yeah. a chair on top of the couch. And I said, I'm going to sit on that. I will make it my goal <laughs> to sit on that.
1: Get a nice <laughs> couch amazing. stacked
0: on logs. Uh, uh,
3: fun thing about the uh, Wendigo, though. Uh, it is astounding how many people are getting their friggin' socks scared off by just standing out near the uh, campfire that's further out in the wilderness from the spawn point. There's a little optimized campfire, um, which is ideally where the most activity for the goat man is. So a lot of people will just be standing there like uh, as everything starts quieting down, will be standing on their own out in the wilderness and he will just duck by and like run through the forest every couple minutes. Uh, and then I've also, okay, I've added a couple um, uncanny noises in the Canadian wilderness sound effects that will pop up every couple uh, dozen minutes or so. Mm. I, I
2: I could see why that would spook somebody. I would not be yeah, well, I wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah. it. I'm
3: getting, I'm getting like partial complaints and compliments of like, dude, I'm
0: getting scared. Dude, that was amazing. <laughs> I had a heart attack and I'm in the hospital, but that was awesome
1: dude as it well, is it's when like it comes you go to out- stuff like that i just want to like stay the hell away from it out of just instinct
2: well it's like when you're out enjoying a beautiful scenic view you're out in the forest it's like sunny and there's birds but then it gets dead quiet and you hear whistling and you remember you're like 500 miles from the nearest town you're like what <laughs> is it getting hot out here <laughs> is it me <laughs> does anybody smell well, ozone <laughs> remember to
3: remember to always whistle in the woods especially if you're by yourself and it's nighttime. <clears throat> yeah. Remember you yeah. see anything bad. I'm too close to a
2: reservation for that joke. Don't scare oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the hills that way.
3: Dude, from the amount of like cryptid stuff I know I would not like even trust looking at a reservation. Oh no, man, I'll, I'll stay away. It's they the most- they
1: can have their skinwalkers, I'm gonna be over here. Uh, <laughs> right
0: <laughs> where I live, everybody is one of those like ghost hunter, paranormal seeker, big uh, Sasquatch, Bigfoot uh, uh trackers. And my friends fit the bill, they're constant. Like, these guys are afraid of nothing that could absolutely shred them, tear them apart, eat their soul before their very eyes. But spider in the house.
3: Oh my Fuck
0: God. that. <laughs> That's a big no-no. <laughs> I'm not afraid of spiders because I have a size 16 that says I'm better than you. When moves or draw, I'm going home. Did you just point with your ear?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it says I'm better <laughs> than you. The ear at the most. <laughs> Authoritative knife, hand, and ear. <laughs>
0: just to really get my point across.
2: But no, that's uh, why, that's like,
0: good. when I when I spawned into your world and I saw the Wendigo, I'm not gonna lie. I spawned in at least three times because I was trying to walk fast enough to see if I can like either grab him, catch him, give him a hug before he sunk into the ground. And I I got to see him go, but damn it, he's too fast. Yeah, he
3: tucks out of the uh out of the way very quickly. Um, you have to kind of look for him because the main thing was when I added animations to the map. Um, the whole spiel was. You have this cool intro of like an APC dropping you off dense in the woods. Um, you have the rumbling of the APC, and just before it takes off, it gives you a little uh, "Enjoy the campfire, happy hunting," and they say that they're heading out, and the APC will start moving, and it's a very cool animation. But it's to distract you from the goat man that's actually sitting by the uh, campfire behind a container. Um, so. Essentially, whenever you get complacent with the animation and you stop paying attention to it, you're like, okay, this is like my 12th time seeing it. It's cool, but I'm not going to pay attention. So you walk straight through the campfire. And as soon as you get complacent with the intro, there's a new little thing. The goat man, he's waving to you and he ducks out of the way and he'll be back. And that's the whole spiel of it. Whenever you make something, you want to have a bit of psychology to it, especially when it comes to game design and stuff. So whenever people start getting complacent with the map, that's where you give them a curveball. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it keeps the map interesting, right? Yeah, it oh, does. exactly. Yeah. All
0: right, we kind of, I'm not going to say we derailed, because again, we we were still talking about all the illustrious things that you do with this piece, but now I, did, I gotta, I, we gotta uh, well, we're not finish out, we gotta take it over to Brandon real quick. So... As the only person here that actually has a custom-made avatar, what, if anything, would you want to add on to, whether it be aesthetically, an item that he, that he can like, summon out of nowhere, an emote, outside of you know flipping and landing on your side like a cool guy? Um, what would you want to add to that avatar? Because I already said mine. I want a tank with dog ears.
1: I'm not going <laughs> to say a lot, because right now I'm in the process of working on an are getting another one done for me so i'm not going to spoil too much i'm definitely going to be improving on this model and adding and changing some things but i will say there's one thing i would like to add is a prop of an electric guitar that I can Ooh. freely move my hands up the neck and, of, of course, strum and all that just so it makes it look more like I'm playing it rather than just holding it in one hand and I cannot move this up and down the neck of the guitar at all. You know what I mean? So you want to be able
0: to do actual cor- like chords and chord progression like, in, like a virtual, yeah. literal guitar.
1: Yeah, especially since on my free time whenever I'm not editing or recording and I just, well, as of... Less than recently, I do a lot of recordings for, like, fan-made music videos, and ha- being able to do something like that for, like, say, guitar solos and stuff, that'd be awesome. I'd be able to fit that instead of just me to standing there and be
0: like, yeah, cool guitar solo or something <laughs> like that. See, now the question is, because you piqued my interest as a guy that likes guitars, what guitar are we talking here? We're going with uh, a simple bolt trap. We're going up with a Les Paul. Steve, I double neck.
1: That right now, I have not decided yet. I would have to definitely talk to the guy that would be making the avatar to see if they are able to actually do it. Because that is, you know, making an actual 3D model a whole prop. And um, some people that I've run into can't do it, some can, like our orbiter Ar- here. But, you know, not everyone is up to his skill level. This guy is, like,
3: a mad man over here. But, but, play, uh, something like uh, a guitar that can double as an axe. A nice little axe blade on that thing. I, He's I would already adding on to it. It's not just <laughs> oh, the guitar. Do you, you want to make yeah. it for me? Because I would love it. <laughs> I could probably find a model of, like, a, a of a guitar with an axe on the uh because my guy, the, like, that uh, sounds guitar. awesome especially with the vibe how yeah. are you just
0: like with that thing especially <laughs> like, guitar dance to the up front <laughs> <laughs> i just like yeah, we went for the double on immediately because for those that for some reason don't know a guitar a guitar is called an axe hence why but yeah, yeah
1: but yeah that thats Go. awesome especially since um especially with the vibe that i'm going with for the next avatar that would fit fucking perfectly
3: um go from the Johnny Cash to the Jason Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cash to <laughs> fucking slash.
2: Johnny awesome. Cash.
0: Here's
3: Johnny. Exact. <laughs> uh I should have made a, a joke about the shining, damn it. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. your joke your joke absolutely still landed. But yeah, oh. I don't uh, want to uh, say too
1: much. That's that's you guys know that right
3: um now. the actor uh uh, for the the Johnny there, uh, he was so effective with breaking down doors because he used to be a firefighter that they had to go from like a prop door to like an actual wooden door just because he was breaking them down way too easily. Yeah, Jack Nicholson it's not because Jack
2: Nicholson's awesome. completely unhinged.
3: Yeah, uh, can <laughs> that be. wasn't it? He, he was he wasn't unhinged. He was an unhinged firefighter. That be <laughs> he
2: was in character.
3: <laughs> a little too in
1: character, some will say. The dude I know. W- went through a prop door, isn't there? like, You know what? We need an actual door, because this guy is just too good. Is Thanos snapping him out.
0: <laughs> just turns to dust immediately upon impact. <laughs> One strike, too
1: he took it, in, he just chopped it in half, and like, oh, well, there goes another prop
0: door. <laughs> Granted, I'll always, he'll, wow, words. My favorite movie objective was always just be him in anger management. That one was- Everybody says that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: The whole
0: combing his hair with an electric comb thing, and I'm like, that shit is real. He now he looks nuts. He is what nuts. is your name, Mr. He Please tell me it's not Dick.
2: <laughs> Dude. All
0: right. Before we go on a tangent about movies, that's a, that's going to be a podcast for another day, because God knows we can talk about movies, music, bands, concerts, live shows, conventions, all damn day. But that's not what we're here for. Now, the next thing I want to I want to push up and touch up on. So we've mentioned your community and how you're you're pretty like you're pretty tight knit with them. You you keep in contact with them, and uh, you host these things called uh, the these game nights, pre uh, like pretty frequently. So. I I got I got a couple of questions in mind. We'll start we'll We'll start off with this. Uh, how do you schedule uh, game nights, and what types of games do you guys do? Uh, do you guys play?
3: Oh, like game nights in the traditional sense. Like, um, we'll do like uh, our our laid back events where it's a lot more like we're jumping world to world. Maybe we'll join an affection world or a murder mystery or something. Um, if it's a bit more laid back, sometimes. Uh, people just uh opt for you know a, it would be way more interesting if we just did like a a combat event of our own um in whatever way we want uh and in those cases uh we'll do probably something more beast hunt esque but um yeah that that's uh for the most part like just game nights wise you have a bunch of people that have like thermal vision and stuff that are just adding on to. The existing game mode of infection by having the ability to see people from far away uh with perfect clarity and have heartbeat sensors and stuff like that. So it's kind of like um you know, the 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 spicy version of whatever game mode we're playing. Uh
0: Okay. So do you do you mainly stick with like just survival, like like survival slash uh uh hunt 'em down type of types of games, or do you guys mm. chill out and play like, you know, Yahtzee or some shit? um
3: usually more active game modes because obviously our community uh they all very much like military stuff and whatnot and they want to be able to have a good opportunity to use that kind of thing um so we probably don't really keep to like uh uno and stuff we usually do things that are running around looking for people trying not to get your head you know chopped off in murder mystery and whatnot um and of course like game nights are separate from our combat events combat events are another thing
0: but uh That was gonna be one of my next questions yes but with the but with this game night, so the, uh, the other sub questions that i have on that it's like so are you playing those games of like haunted asylum or prison escape or is everything something you created because i noticed in your in your discord when it's time to queue up when you're saying pooling will start soon you always have like this good this good bit of lore behind oh yes um, i
1: think
0: that's awesome so, yeah that, that'd that be like a
3: part of our main operations we like to keep people filled in on why we're going to the world that we are with the game of that we are and whatnot when we do things that are just like uh more um i not say casual oh maybe casual works uh like just our non like operations our side operation stuff that stuff we don't really go too far for lore wise um it's just hey join up for our combat event this is the game mode for today uh, but, we, but when we do do our uh, lore and stuff, it's like, um, you know, uh, these people are low on resources. They've been pushed to the wall and uh, due to the circumstances, uh, truce has been issued for so and so stuff. And we're going to hold our ground here with these big enemies on the way. Our last uh, mission of the operation was um, essentially you knew the this brimstone uh, faction of uh a very advanced weaponry is hunting and gunning for the 2 uh pmcs that are against each other being musketeers and kodiak uh kodiak being like this european government um underbelly of criminality and you know that kind of stuff uh musketeers being like you know a lot more uh flexible take any job uh with you know generally just kind of um a, a little more standard while also having some sci-fi in there. So you know that this brimstone faction's gunning for you, you hold your ground in a destroyed city of Dybbuk City and you have mechs coming after you and it's just something like that. Right. Um but, and we always have the uh combat events or we always have events on Fridays and uh Saturdays and whatnot, always at the same time. So it makes scheduling for events very uh simple. So it's always the same time.
0: then um i know you got this i just realized that at one point my recording had decided to pause itself yay love that um (laughs) are are all the maps made and designed by you and your peeps or do you actually use community maps uh, or just like vr chat generated maps
3: so uh with our all of our programming and stuff being built into the avatars that gives us the flexibility to use any map we like when we do use maps that i create it means that when i make them I can prep them for events by having like little teleporters for spawn points and stuff so you can get over to your team's uh, point way quicker and that makes it way better for running events Um, but we certainly don't keep strictly to only my maps because uh, we always like to try to keep some uh, flexibility and variety when it comes to each side operation or operation (laughs) Uh you give the different landscape while also keeping a good balance for um you know, we don't want just because this map looks cool, it's an open field and there's no cover kind of thing, right? We wanna still have something that flows good for gameplay. Okay. Alright. Okay.
1: All right. All right. So, I was also gonna point out I think we're just gonna cut you off right there and just uh throw it over to Pass DJ for a sponsorship with Dubby.
2: I'm
1: not
0: here. Well, that was fun. Oh, hey, gamer. Still can't clutch up in Warzone. Still no victory royales. Still maidenless. It's time to change how you play, son. Drink Dubby, the delicious gaming energy supplement that'll help you achieve that epic play of the game. Now head on over to W.gg and use our code NSE for 10% off your total order. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Hello, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, I hope you enjoyed that pretty little ad read. Thank you once again, Delby, for hanging out with us. You are handsome.
1: Fun fact, if you liked what you saw with those avatars, those were his. (laughs) They'll take him out.
0: I already know which ad he's about to use. That was actually really fun to film, too. Really fun to film. But yes, also, thank you. D- shout for out right to Midi. We used your gun range for that. Oh, my gosh, Ghost. I miss you, buddy. I love you. I hope you're doing well. <clears throat> but yes, so we're back. Thank you, W, for hanging out once again. And we're back at it again. We're still here with Arbiter King, my guy. Now, this is the fun part for me, because I I, as soon as you said the you, you as soon as you said the three words, Combat and event. I knew I needed to find out. Um, Because when I picture combat event, I'm picturing gridiron, strictly PvP, package slash are you not entertained, Thunderdome combat. Yes. What are your combat events?
3: Oh. Our combat events can either go one of two ways. We either rock the PvP system built into the avatars, which gives us the opportunity to be able to see the impacts of combat. You have bullet holes and little spurts of blood and stuff whenever you get hit. Um, and oh. then the other way is rocking a bit more of a airsoft kind of uh, atmosphere. With if, if you see yourself get hit, you call your hit. One shot is all it takes for you to be in, considered incapacitated and out of the fight. So you respawn and you stay in spawn until the next round. We always run multiple rounds so that people can adapt their strategies and that kind of stuff. Um but the combat events are always very exciting. Uh, and, uh, we don't really, uh, punish people for thinking outside the box for stuff and just doing whatever works. So, uh, as an example, we won't, we won't tolerate people who are just wandering the map and stuff because they're not actually being a part of the event, but we will absolutely, you know, give people the green light to run around with bayonets and ambush people around corners and stuff like that. Uh, and it makes for very exciting, like, bunkers and stuff. Yeah. I'd imagine That's
1: that... That's me! <laughs> I'd imagine when you're not running the PvP, like, uh, avatars, it can get a little confusing sometimes, I'd imagine, because some people may not yeah. call, because they can't feel it like an airsoft.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless they have, it, have
1: like, I... a hat,
3: like, a
2: yeah, we found we out we get shot very easily
3: in VR chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always have uh, a lot of spectators all around, or not? Sorry, uh, like moderators, kind of like you mm-hmm. would for airsoft as well. Yeah, uh, and their job is to kind of be like the um, designated person where it's like if this happened on their screen, then you know it's what happened and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So sometimes there there there's, there can be a lot of desyncing when it comes to having a whole bunch of people that all have advanced reload systems with like being able to physically pull back bolts and like swap out magazines so vr chat trying to monitor all the contacts and fizz bones and how much each one stretched and how much each one connected with one another there can be a lot of desync which is why you get a whole bunch of people that are like okay uh i was standing from this angle i saw him ready his gun even if there's no particles coming out of his gun as he shoots uh i didn't see him shoot but his weapon was readied he was behind somebody call it a a good kill because it wasn't synced on my screen but he had the uh cunning and whatnot to get behind the enemies to pull off a flank to ready his weapon and to outsmart them so even if there's going to be a bit of a hiccup where we don't see the gun actually fire we will still give the uh kill to them and uh you know there's a lot of moderating uh involved for that kind of stuff uh most of the time it still does work but main thing is we have a lot of moderators you just position someone where a huge group of one team is sitting and you get a good view of everyone and you're seeing the uh, bullets pass by all the tracers zoom over the cover someone pops out and you see their head get like shot but they didn't see it so you run over and say so and so out so and so out and that kind of thing and you have people constantly getting sent back to spawn there's respawns they're coming back that kind of thing uh, it means that we don't need to have PvP programmed into everything, and it still gives us a whole bunch of flexibility to run whatever we like. So,
0: okay, No. <clears throat> yeah, especially when you said you have moderators around to catch because, as you said, there unless you're wearing a full haptic suit, you're not going to actually feel what like what just nope. actually happened to you. It actually reminds me of uh, for those that were familiar when pro paintballing was a thing. Um, I mean, it's still a thing, but I don't pay attention to it anymore. Um, people legit because of the pat, the protective padding you have to wear. A lot of people had no clue that they were shot and hit by a paintball, so they had to actually have actual ref moderators out there to say, "Hey, you got hit." No, I didn't. Look at your fucking arm. Oh, it's orange. Yeah. Fuck off.
3: Uh, that's actually kind of how uh, the system works with PvP. Is you obviously still can't feel it. But if we say, hey, so-and-so is out, and they look at their arm and they see, oh, I've been shot only a couple hundred times, uh, whoops, and, you know, <laughs> they'll, they'll get sent back, right? <laughs> My um, chest looks like needlepoint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the more complex avatars, because they have so many functions built into them, I don't have the resources to put PvP and everything, so the uh trade off is do you wanna go for something more simple that has p. v. p or something more complex that doesn't so in one way you're missing out from the other um and that's why we mainly keep to the airsoft one for the most part unless it's just like a a little warm up event of sorts uh that because is. one of my favorite memories uh was a bit more of a recent um uh operation where Essentially, you have a bunch of the brimstone faction, this advanced weapons agency, that have essentially the advanced warfare kind of stuff, but without lasers. I try to keep stuff a bit more anchored and modern, but with the cool extra techie stuff. So you get a bunch of them descending from a mountain in order to uh, track down the musketeer and Kodiak factions that are spread out those two factions are considered teammates but they're not they don't start the uh the operation together they have to rendezvous and find a way to fight off the approaching brimstone and brimstone doesn't lead off of numbers when it comes to uh operations they usually have less people because their weaponry compensates for all their losses they have like little uh things on their helmets that they can swipe on the visor and it'll mark all the players that they look at bright red uh from any distance which gives you amazing visibility they have a little thing called the ash device which is like the i think it's uh assist like assistant system something uh holographic menu or whatever uh you click a button you can call in a mortar barrage uh from uh behind you you click a button you can get a bunch of smoke to disperse from your location and then it'll make everything but your visor uh invisible stuff like that so we had a bunch of those guys descending the mountain, even with all their advanced stuff. One team decided to go the longest route around, up to where their spawn point was at the start of the round, and they hailed bullets down into the bunker that they were just about to descend into. <laughs> and caught them off gar- guard, uh, eliminating everyone but like one person who was a lone wolf for like the five minutes it took for him to get hunted down. <laughs> and it's like, holy... Uh. <laughs>
1: I've also been um, very very tense (laughs) I was also kind of curious with these events I know it would be like a like a pay barrier because some people wouldn't have the funds or would just won't own these but do you also or have you or considered maybe events on like games like I don't know Onward or even
3: contractors um A little bit when it comes to things like VRChat going down for its servers-wise, we had a couple of instances with that, uh, especially with uh, a little bit after um, a few updates uh, after EMM, or not EMM, sorry, uh, Easy Anti-Cheat. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And the servers servers kept going down and stuff, so we had to do stuff uh, uh, in other places, so... Mainly, we'll go to wh- wherever we think a lot of our community is like voting for and stuff, or uh, what a lot of the higher ups think are a good idea. Sometimes the conversation comes up for things like doing a Pavlov gun game event and stuff, but ideally, we'll swap over to stuff like uh, consoles and cross com- cross play games and stuff like uh, doing like Modern Warfare Two custom games uh, sometimes with our community. Oh, that uh, really. Fun. A really good one was um, when VR chat went down when one of our events was supposed to be active and we're like, okay, uh, everyone that has an Xbox one, we're going to do GTA five online in a public match with as many of the musketeers as we can fit inside Add this profile, join it. Uh, we'll be in a public session. And I mean, that was a, a great time because when you get a community of people who love military stuff and they go to a game like gta which you can become like the owner of essentially a pmc with your own bunkers and facilities it's a it's a like uh, a private military company pretty much and when we jumped our community over there you get one guy with an oppressor blowing up like one of us and it was just utter revenge and (laughs) vengeance (laughs) and in the finest degree as soon as we had like one guy get taken out. We had jets uh, chasing after the oppressor. We had Deluxos and all sorts of stuff. As soon as he got grounded, that's when the <laughs> fun really began. You had people on dirt bikes with shotguns, one hand popping him. as soon as he spawned in, you had snipers in the bushes with like camo and ghillie that were like popping his head whenever he popped up on the radar. You had dune buggies with miniguns and the insurgents, the armored trucks and stuff. And it was just the pinnacle of getting a, a military community from one game to another, and just utter destruction and you know, it, Such a close community. I, I love it, but uh yeah, no. Mainly when it comes to hopping to other games. Uh we'll do whatever's like uh widely available and um easy to use or something like that. I mean Pavlov's a bit annoying with finding servers, but um it it is a good option as well. We just haven't used it or I guess yeah, honestly utilized. I would
1: love to just see but people go into like a ground war mode on on like contractors or something, and you load up the mm. star the funny like Star Wars map and everyone's just running around the stormtroopers shooting lasers at each other. Yeah.
0: Like it just reminds me because G- GTA was already straight GTA 5 was already chaos incarnate. Early on in his life, especially when the like the hackers that had the invincibility cheat going on, and as soon as someone tur- um had had like turned their cheats off, you had an entire map of people that are pissed off, and wanting revenge. Now I'm just picturing that chaos mixed with they're organized, yeah, and yep. they're under
3: this very it seems that a lot of our community follows very suit uh as to uh my beliefs for gta as well it seems we're very equal-minded with that is uh i don't really play gta <laughs> to be the guy who's like the the try hard that uses the the most op stuff a lot of the fellows in the community uh didn't have like a lot of the time-consuming research you need for certain vehicles and stuff like that um it's just a matter of playing GTA to be the best, most skilled player at PvP. So, making do with what you got uh, made for a very entertaining uh, afternoon event, you know.
0: <laughs> Understandable, though. Cause, like, I still love GTA. I think GTA is absolutely sick. And the fact that they've managed to keep this game going for, what, like eight years now at this point. Yeah. Uh, we're all waiting for GTA 6
2: yeah
0: i might play that one eh, i'm not gonna release it for a hot minute like i know the leak that everybody saw was uh, was supposed to be gta 6 and rocks yes rockstar confirmed it but the way it looked that game still has at least another two or three years and then there's you know rockstar timing we now have to focus on keeping red dead redemption alive since everybody loves cowboy yeehaw
2: they're giving up on red dead redemption
0: yeah, then there's I mean, not
2: a
1: lot of content on it. Like, well, I'm back. At, oh, I
2: look oh What a perfect time for us to get off topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you look right. at it, the content of Red Dead compared to GTA Online is not even a contest. It's like nothing. There, like it well,
0: because well, you can only do so much with a game that has Outside of different types of guns, no technological advancement whatsoever, but they, but they have the goofy fun factor of, I'm a cowboy.
2: Do Storyline! Do Undead Nightmare Part 2 Electric Boogaloo! Please. Do Classic Tales from Red Dead Revolver, the game that started the franchise in 2007. There's options, they just didn't do it.
0: You, I know, trust me, I, I get you, and I feel you, but it's just still amazing to me that some of these content creators that do play Red Dead, their main goal is we're just gonna be as goofy as possible, because that's all
2: anyway. there is to do.
3: You
0: gotta you gotta yeah. work with what you got,
3: and yeah. that's why uh, when that game first came out, like a lot of people were obviously exploding about it, like this is the greatest campaign ever, and it's like mm-hmm. um, I, I haven't seen it, but every clip I see of it, it it's it looks so quality for the campaign and campaign. Uh, it's fantastic. My, my, My reason for, like, never buying it was just, like, it's cool. It's it's really cool. I like old-fashioned weaponry. I have, like, a whole faction dedicated to old-fashioned weaponry for the Musketeers. But there's there's no anything other than carts and horses. I can go to the other GTA that has jets, and it has helicopters, and it has tanks, and it has all these guns as well, except with a lot more burr. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it gives you a reason to play Fortunate Son and make a strafe run on some yes. unsuspecting numpty in your yeah. server.
1: <laughs> like, and when I get a kill with my jet, it is just
0: pure serotonin. <laughs> yep. When I get a
3: kill
0: with the Firework Launcher, that's pure serotonin, <laughs> serotonin for me. Because that's America talking to you. <laughs> it's America, buddy. Yes sir. yes, sir. Fuck
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to so hire a no, just- mugger take your money
3: and then kill you right after that just to prove a point uh, There's just so many freaking options you can do with gta it just like you you can't compare when it comes to old games which is why i was like battlefield 1 and battlefield 5 are super super cool games um Mm -hmm. but for myself wise like you you've lost the addition of like battlefield 4 where it was like just zillions of attachments you know you could customize like Every side of your uh, rails for the Picatinny's and you had rangefinders, and you had tanks and jets and all this kind of stuff. And you, like, you get the planes and stuff, but it, you just miss out on so much stuff that makes the modern times so fun, like thermal and night vision on your vehicles and all sorts of stuff. You know. Too bad Real they quick. fucked
1: up their attempt at a future one. Real quick for those yeah. that
3: the YouTube series.
0: I just unlocked the bipod <laughs> for my bipod. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I have some voice lines from that uh, series on my soundboard. <laughs>
1: um, uh, that
0: was amazing. Battlefield Four was a, uh, was a, was a time, yeah. but it, we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. Because I um we got um uh, have a question. It's still about the game. Uh, your your guys' game nine, your combat events. Do yeah. do you ever get involved in playing them, or are you kind of just reserved as an admin ref- referee role?
3: I very rarely get involved in them because uh, I find that whenever it comes to, like, moderation and stuff like that, a lot of the time I can be, like, the only person on PC with moderation, so I can have the better syncing, I can have every avatar Mm -hmm. shown, I can see every bullet particle and that kind of stuff. So I very, very rarely uh, step onto the field. Um, But since we have so many more high-ranking people since, like, when we started, uh, it means that they can moderate and occasionally I get involved when I do. It's uh, a little unfair, almost a bit of a steamroll. But like, you know, I, I think uh, <laughs> I you heard me. him. That's the but, permission. Thomas, Everybody
2: but... gang up on him.
3: <laughs> More than welcome to. Uh, but, you, um, can yes, you can try. Yes, you can try. Give it your all. It's the only thing that will give you a chance. But, Come on, uh, stop trying to know. hit me and hit me.
2: I
0: love the confidence. <laughs> it's
3: it's always it's always very fun. I think uh the main thing that is the changing factor is a lot of people don't get super, super organized for um uh when it comes to tactics and whatnot. They won't adapt to field often, which is one thing I, I definitely uh tell them like, hey, this is probably gonna give you the win if you do this kind of stuff. Just a little tad bits of extra information. But and when I do get involved, it's just like you get everyone. Uh, super organized, and then it's a steamroll. I don't know.
0: She so was like, "Oh, you guys all gathered up in one group." Meteor strike.
1: <laughs> Let me teach you this uh,
3: thing called spacing. Bats. Uh, spacing is quite the tactic. One paired with uh, cloaking and all the uh, like smoke that disperses from that avatar. Uh, I saw that getting pulled off on one of our operations recently. <laughs> Got a whole bunch of people to all like cloaking. And the entire field is just covered in fog like it's London. <laughs> yeah,
0: that sounds awesome. I can't remember the last time London has seen the sun. Sorry guys. To our London fans, the three of you. Hi, how are you? Hello. But also um again the whole running running the Discord, creating avatars, creating tutorials on how to create avatars, world making, including including this one. Where do you find time to let arbiter have fun like what like what is arbiter gonna do like what is Arbiter doing when he doesn't have anything like any sort of creation going on? He doesn't have to make an avatar by nine game night's not tonight what is what is arbiter doing for for some rest and relaxation
3: I mean I always uh go into v r chat and i um enjoy the you know the rewards of the effort I put into the avatars so i always um. Do stuff like go into horror maps and stuff with the night vision and have fun with that kind of thing or just kind of showing off the uh, avatars to other people and, you know, watching them have a whole bunch of fun as they discover all the all techie stuff with them. I think that's always um, a, a blast to see people, you know, smiling like all hell when they see this stuff for the first time in VR chat. Uh so mainly I just keep the VR chat for my rest and relaxation. That said every time I hop on, it's like right after I finish doing a whole bunch of editing. So and I'm troubleshooting stuff and I'm finding a lot of glitches and then sometimes I just like uh it's eleven o'clock and I'm just starting to finish all the problems on like avatars and it's like uh man, no time to relax.
2: But <laughs> you you sound, sound like-, like a workaholic.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but also sounds like he's enjoying doing it like you you enjoy doing like doing all this yeah no i get yeah. it i
2: i did the same thing with my cars man for a whole weekend gone you're like god it works going to suck on monday that was a dope weekend
3: yeah what is it um i think uh when it came to when i i started making avatars and stuff started getting picked up a whole bunch and you have like uh, a little over 100 people who are you know uh big fans of just some really basic avatars at the time. Uh, That's one, I think, um, uh, a saying I heard many times beforehand started ringing out with a lot more uh, uh, sincerity for me, and that is uh, I, I heard the saying of comfort is where dreams go to die. So with me, it's like, I, I like to constantly, constantly work on stuff because if I take a break, uh, for a bit too long, it feels like, uh, you know, stuff will, uh, kind of start to go down in like, uh, attention and whatnot. And you I also find stagnant. that, yeah. And I also find that it it's just wasted time for if I'm not, con- if I'm not making stuff all the time, uh, any other time than that. Like if I'm not enjoying working on the stuff, I'll change projects. I want to constantly have something to show for the day, um, because I feel if I get too comfortable, then I mean, it, I'm just wasting an opportunity that was given to me to make such uh, fantastic avatars with a fantastic community.
0: That's a drive and that's dedication. Like holy shit! God knows. Like, don't get me wrong. I have I have my passions for uh, for things uh, for things that I care about. But it pales in comparison that the fact that your main goal is you want to keep creating because you want to keep growing your community and perfecting and getting better at your craft. And yep. it shows through something simple as again again the extensive amount of avatars that Brandon and I have spent many, like many, many, uh, many hours to at this point just cycling through and then just seeing what they're all capable of doing. And that is Incredible to the to the crafting table where you can actually fix a, and upgrade weapons. I'm like, this is Last of Us. That is that is fucking sick. Your upcoming project sounding insane. The new bunker. I look forward to getting lost in that thing too. So, dude, I got I got to give you I got to give you your props. The all the all the hard work and dedication to not just himself for 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 self satisfaction, but to his community and all the musketeers. Big ups to y'all. Like, Y'all got lucky like with this dude right here. Holy <laughs> shit. I
1: mean, hell, look at the, what he's done for us in just 48 hours. This is not even done yet, but it's already workable. We're here now. We're doing a podcast. Chairs are here. We're, campfire. I mean, shit. 48 hours. This guy is insane. That's
0: I get low, it. I <laughs> Yeah, logo. yeah look at that. This creation. This creation literally started in a simple Discord call, and he said, what type of world do you want? And we'll go from there. And the next thing we know, when we settled on what type of world, it was like, okay, do you guys want this, that, and the other? Where do you want to put it? All right, let's put this type of shit in here. And now, hence why we're sitting on these chairs right here. Hence why you see that bad boy right there. And that pretty little thing. You know who that is? What's up? How you doing? How's your mama? 48 hours. 48 hours.
3: It comes to stuff like that. It's also uh, a lot of, like, um, passion for creating this is always outdoing myself beforehand, um, as well as, you know, if someone tells me, like, this is the best that this is going to get for so-and-so thing, then I I always like pushing the limits for um, making things better. So that said, maybe uh, I could add, like, a little uh, side door here. You just enter the uh, facility, maybe make, like, a uh, whatever the other fellow that got commissioned see who was better. <laughs> that I mean, sounds so, like far. A so far Challenge. you're in the lead.
1: So far you're in the lead. Just
3: on just oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about like making a, a separate facility. I think that'd be neat. Oh that'd be neat too. Yeah. Join the cool. same world have different setting. <laughs>
0: Because ultimately this is my this is my first time in here and I watched them create it. I, I watched them actually put this together in a in a Discord call and even though I know in advance like what it was gonna look like when I first spawned in here and everybody knows that I use like short girly characters and so that's fine, but I turned around and I just saw and you you guys can't see it right now, and again we're gonna make a video about it. But if you could just see what's going on behind us right here. Oh, they can right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's I forgot. Good, <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. Look how big it is. Yeah. Yeah. Reach.
1: Stretched me. All right. Cool. Yeah. What? Whether that building
0: is, able, we're able to enter, we'll, uh, I don't know. He gave us the option to pick the type of lights that we want, the hue of the color that we want. Should it light up the area? Just light up the characters? Hence why I am translucent right now. Yeah, he is very (laughs) (laughs) bright. So, again, dude, thank you very much. Again, your passion for creativity is astounding. And then, like you said, you always try to push yourself to do better than the last project that you did or find ways to improve, enter project here. As I was saying, I wanted to ask you this. And again, if it's some sort of spoiler, then you don't have to tell us. But um, in your mind, what would be your... Your magnum opus, like your your ultimate project, like what would be the one thing that you that would set everything apart? And you'd be like that is it, that is the thing that I was needing. That's the thing that I needed to make
3: hmm. I mean main thing for me is um, I'm always uh upping the ante for each avatar and whatnot. um but I think for me that'd probably be the like fully functional AC-130 that I'll be putting on a future avatar after the cool recon drone fella. I think that one's going to be a m- utterly major project because you'll be able to click a backpack on somebody. It'll t- teleport you over to the AC-130 that will be way up in the sky, way far away. And still have a fizzbone gun of some sort that you can aim. uh, Main cannon. I'll see if I can do the uh, uh, forty millimeters or something like that. And I think that would probably be the uh, the the biggest thing would be to get teleported out to a score streak way up above and be able to aim it. As well as the plan is to put that on a avatar that already has like an existingly aggressive arsenal of like a light machine gun that'll be putting an underbarrel shotgun option on. So, you know,
1: <laughs> What? it's uh, gonna be yeah. a freaking just dist- <laughs> people, you know, people avatar. <laughs> yeah, some people
3: <laughs> want to blow the doorknob off, some people want to saw the door in half with bullets. Give them both options.
2: <laughs> Health was never an option. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh my god that that sounds incredible! Like, because again, I I I use the term magnum opus because like, a lot of people have that one passion project where they're just gonna be like, all right, now that I've created this, I'm done. There's nothing else I can do. Granted, I yeah, I already get the sense up with you. That's never gonna be a thing. You'll find some way in your head. How can I up a fucking AC one hundred and thirty? uh well
3: you know star. just the the conversation of upping it just gave me the thought that i could maybe do like uh four separate like uh almost like orbital cannons that people can hop in maybe something like that gta style you just aim <laughs> some extermination
0: shit
3: and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think
0: but hear me out here the hammer, hammer of
2: dawn. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yes. like
3: have...
2: I want to have.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, yes. oh, if I wanted to top the AC 130, I'd do four, like, um, almost hammer of dawn like cannons uh, in the corner of wherever you are standing. And you'd be able to have four players be able to aim each one and be able to just send it. Um, so I... if we're talking about it, upping an AC 130, I do have uh, some ideas for that. <laughs>
0: And I had to check my monitor real quick when I went to go point at Mikey because we were on the same wavelength. I absolutely sucker punched my monitor. <laughs> 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 so to stay in line,
2: we were literally the last two brain cells meme right here. The
0: <laughs> fact that he was just looking at me, also going the hammer of dawn. I'm like, he gets it. Ah. <laughs> That was amazing, Grant. I can absolutely see you making something like that, like a hammer don esque thing to use in VR chat, and it just makes like crater sized hole for uh, in wherever you point it. Imagine that for a kill streak in combat night, or a co- for a combat event. You just start laying out people. Uh oh, that's the
2: game ender. Uh oh, I think we yeah, lost it. him. Yeah, that that
0: was
1: His hands
3: kind of thing. Yes, indeed. <laughs>
0: Already, well but uh, did you hear that uh, i did not just do repeat it would you ever consider making something like hammer of Don esque from, from gears of war thing that like this beam this laser beam just comes from jesus and then it makes a crater a sized hole in in whatever land in whatever map you're in i kind
3: of have something uh that's like almost like a passive little brother of that um in regards of calling stuff in, on my most recent avatar, the uh, Mobile Task Force Epsilon 11 Nine-Tail Fox SCP avatar, I have this nice little radio that you can grab from your vest, and if you hover your hand over it, you'll see the red outline of, like, a cage, and it allows you to drop a containment cage wherever you want, so if you click the button on the uh, avatar, it will fly a helicopter overhead with some cool little voice line of... Uh, Five seconds out, stand by, and then it'll drop the cage from the helicopter down into the world, and it'll stay put there. So I could do something Hammer or Don esque with that for absolutely sure. That'd be super easy to do. Um Gnarly. but
0: that's a that that sounds. Ow! Oh, I'm getting tripped up. I I love this whole VR chat thing, and this man is making my jaw drop. This, this this this. This community, this scenery, everything here, I'm already just like, okay, here we go. No, no. I, uh,
3: uh, I could uh, play the nice little voice line here. I actually added it to the soundboard just so I could uh, click it. A little audio file here. So whenever you click your walkie-talkie in order to call in the uh, cage, you get the nice little voice line. on in five, five out. Yeah. door now dropping the cage. Clear the job
1: zone.
3: And then it'll drop the cage, and you get a big metallic cling whenever it hits. But was yeah, <laughs> awesome. Awesome.
0: All right, now because I know we're getting close-ish to uh, to to the t- to the point of time. Uh, Brandon, Mikey, I leave the floor up to you guys. Anything, anything you guys want to say or ask, uh, Arbiter? We'll, start, well with you, oh, remember, actually, start with you,
2: Green.
1: Oh, no, I'll start with you. Oh, oh, sorry. You can if you don't want to. I'm already looking no, at you. No, go, go first. Oh, yeah. I
2: didn't say anything. That was DJ.
1: Okay, so I have a question.
3: One, do you yes. like the Fallout series? Yes, absolutely. I mod the Helen back out of Fallout Four. <laughs> Yo. Ever...
1: Oh. Also, one love that, absolutely love that. But two, have you ever considered making a fully functional
3: suit of power armor? Um, let's see in regards of like hop into it, you have like yeah. the cool heads up display and stuff like that. I could yeah. absolutely do the heads up display easy. Um, I haven't really considered power armor. I can maybe mess around with it. Uh I like to still keep it. Um, Modern military, a bit. I don't like my stuff to be easily yeah. recognizable. Is that from so and so game? I, d- I I really do uh, dislike having things way too similar to a game, especially the uh, whole yeah, base I model. Totally so if that. I did do, if I did do power armor, it would be a very nice modern look of power armor. Something like if you took, uh, like T forty five, and then combined it with like the original suit of armor that like Iron Man makes in the cave. You combine those two. And then mm-hmm. I had some like boogaloo stuff, some Picatinny rail. So I'd probably have like some rail attachment for a grenade launcher or
0: something. <laughs> he just said yep. some boogaloo stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <That kills
2: me>. <laughs> <laughs> Iron yeah. Man, but
3: boogaloo—that's yeah, the dream. <laughs>
2: you know, Iron Man too, electric boogaloo. That's just that's the
3: franchise. Dude, if Iron Man had like a ghillie suit and just like rise from a, a swamp.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yes, big green dad machine.
2: Oh, what we're it at was... me. Um, huh, what would I ask the Arbiter himself if I was able to turn 50 degrees and rotate on a... Menacingly. <laughs> <Medicine-y. laughs> Finger pyramid of evil. Um Medicine-y.
1: <laughs> <Mitch> <laughs>
2: Anderson. uh, huh i guess i would ask um so I, a lot of fads come and go in horror everything creepy pasta back rooms mm. uh scp like some stuff blows up some stuff comes out is there ever going to be the point where you would look into either creating your own little subgenre that you're boxed to play with, or are you kind of gonna ride the scene and see where, where it takes you for the next point. Would that ever be something you'd be interested in exploring?
3: Uh, I don't know about doing like my own little genre of um, creatures or things like that wise. Mm-hmm. I'll say uh, with the Musketeers, once I have free space I, or like free time, I want to move a little more into, like, we have a bunch of our own squads that all specialize in stuff. This guy's old-fashioned weaponry. This one's, like, uh, more like, uh, American weaponry and stealth, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. I want to have, like, a squad that's dedicated for, like, some monster hunting kind of stuff. I think that'd be super cool. Cryptid hunter squad. Um, but yeah, I mean, mainly our, our genre is just, like, based in good old like, Appalachian kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I don't i'd ever go to make my own like creepy pastas and stuff i have been tempted to in the past but uh eh, it's nothing that that i have an exploding amount of uh, interest in but uh i think i'll always keep improving with like the way that it's portrayed in vr chat um i still need to finish up uh tweaking a boss fight version of like this uh forest imp creature i created it's uh this kind of like fleshy tree creature that's humanoid it has like uh very branchy root like feet uh, and mm. very sharp mm. um stick like hands uh that guy i plan on making it so with the pvp system you can like shoot off the arm and the branch will slowly regrow and stuff like that uh so that i'm always gonna keep improving yeah so i'll keep improving on like the functionality and like boss fight s as- aspect of um uh Of creatures and stuff that get implemented and whatnot, but
0: okay, dope. cool,
2: cool,
3: fair.
0: <clears throat> All right, I think we are right at time. Yeah, uh, because with the technical- yeah, I was about to the technical two recordings that I've done that probably won't work anyway, but thankfully you stayed the entire time. I yeah, yeah, really hope yeah. the audio didn't reset when he left and then came back. That would be tragic. that'd be, tra- be tragic in the last twenty minutes. That it's does crazy. not affect OBS at all. Thank God. All right. Good. Good good. Good talk. Good talk. And ladies and gentlemen, on that note it's outro time yes sir all right welcome to the end of the show welcome to the end of the podcast thank you guys for sticking around if you did you guys are absolutely beautiful we're gonna have some closing uh, closing remarks because i don't have a would you rather uh ready on deck right now so (laughs) uh, we'll start down here uh mr blue so how are you what do you want to say to the peeps uh
1: other than just check out arbors freaking discord they're definitely going to be in the link in the description as well as the link to their group if you ever decide you want to join a group on verachat a tight-knit group full of events and all kinds of fun stuff join the musketeers they're amazing
3: i also have my um uh musketeer yt uh youtube channel link as well in there uh I have some plans for a couple tutorials that will be uploaded uh, soon, just uh, currently finishing up the editing, so by the time you see this, maybe it will be mostly done and that kind of stuff, but uh, you can also catch the YouTube
1: link in the description.
0: And now we swiftly roll down to the other end. Mr. Green.
2: Closing notes for today. We're going to be uh... if you're looking and wondering what a good example of a not only thriving, but kind community and creator, this is it right here because we've met some really cool people, but sometimes they're eccentric. Sometimes they're scatterbrain is way too soft of a phrase. I don't know what's harder <laughs> than that, but <laughs> hard to pin down Uh the, so far, working with these guys has been incredibly welcoming and cool. I still need to make some of the events. Every single time I'm out of the way in my house, I see the ping that we're pulling is starting. So I'm going to be doing my very best to get involved. And uh, if any of the kind folks out viewing this want to do the same, hopefully I'll see you there. We might even be in the same pool.
0: And That's then, all I got. And the last but certainly not least, Arbiter King himself. Anything you want to say to the folks?
3: thank you for watching these fantastic fellows um if you guys do need help with getting started with avatar creation um at the very least if you go to my channel right after this is uploaded i do have like uh one tutorial on just getting started getting the avatar into vr chat hopefully the same day you watch the video some basic stuff like that but uh if you ever need uh help with avatars our community is filled with amazing avatar creators amazing people and uh even if creation isn't your thing, just hanging out, everyone's very, very welcoming. And that's uh the main spiel there. Bunch of gun gov- gun-loving good fellows.
0: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh closing notes and remarks from me. Uh first off, shout out to all the Musketeers and once again congratulations on hitting a thousand, a thousand people in your Discord. That is still absolutely insane. Uh, your talent, your drive, your creativity is insurmountable, unstoppable, and unfathomable. And I cannot wait to see what you create next. I look forward to the next creation, whether it be the next gun, the next avatar. If you ever make that AC 130, I want to be around. I want to be teleported to it. I want to start launching 40 bike mics from heaven. That'd be awesome. (laughs) But again, Arbiter, thank you. Sorry. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today, man. It's uh, Again, it's always a pleasure to get to interact with you, and I'm so happy we got you on another podcast. Uh, Like Mikey said, I want to be able to be a part of that pooling. I want all of us to get together and do some sort of game night. I'd love to be a part of one of your events. And um, for those of you that are watching this, get in his Discord. Find out. Trust me, his community is absolutely amazing, and they're all so welcoming. And his worlds are pretty cool too, okay? we got give, Give this man some love, all right? And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for us boys in the No Skill Podcast. I'd like you guys to know that there's some buttons in the comment section down below. I advise you do whatever the hell you want to with them. And we will see you in the next
2: one.